Oh, whoops. Hello, extremely important listeners. This is Come At Me, an extremely important podcast. My name is Kindred, and I'm here with Riley. Hey. Hey. This is, uh, is going to be the highest energy episode I've ever done, Riley. I, I, don't know about I, was, you. I was just thinking, I'm sitting here drinking some coffee as yeah. per usual. Yeah. And I'm like, I could literally fall asleep. So, yep. We'll see. Yeah, I, and I haven't <laughs> and I haven't been awake for an hour yet. So, you know. I think I'm becoming immune to coffee. <sighs> you know, it good. happens. Tolerance, you know. Right, right. <laughs> um I got a question for you, Riley. Okay. Um why is Bing still a thing? Like why is Microsoft still trying to make Bing a thing? When I opened up my <sighs> computer, like the like, you know the screen that has the time on it before you like press through to type in your password? Yes. Um, there was like a little thing up in the corner and it was like, having a hard time solving a Rubik's cube? Bing Search it. with Bing. Bing will help you. And I was like, no, I don't, nah, one of, thanks though. One of my favorite running jokes of Josh's yeah. is like, if you say, just Google it, he's like, um, I'll Bing it. <laughs> Excuse you. And he says it for everything. He's like, I was binging this the other day. Like, I he's certainly not. I love that, that so much. Yeah. It's it's a good joke that he says a lot. Okay. I Bing is weird because they really really tried to make it work and I remember trying it out in high school when it like yeah. happened and I was right. like, "Oh, this is significantly worse." Yeah. And, oh, they didn't do it. Well, and I don't even know how it can be significantly worse, but it's like right. their algorithm just doesn't work like Google's and I'm like, "Nope, that's yep. not what I wanted." Yep, thanks though, you piece of shit. So, I don't know. That's a great question. We should huh. probably call Microsoft on air we right really- now and see what they say <laughs> the helpline hey why yeah. is bing still a thing and they're like are you fucking recording a podcast and, and we're like, like we don't yes. know we don't know that's all yes. they'll say like we got we don't know please stop asking we get right? this call stop every asking. day uh man all right well that's all i had that's all i had that's all she had um i felt like i had something to say okay that was of consequence or interesting at all um, okay. But I don't. Um, oh, I can't, cool. can't remember it. So cool. I do want to say happy fall. Um, oh, yeah. Congrats. It's uh, Today's the first time we're recording. It's actually fall. It's actually real fall. And this morning yeah. I woke up and it was 55 degrees. Oh, that's lovely. And it's raining a little bit. It's like wet outside. And I'm just, oh. I feel cozy as fuck. I watched Beetlejuice last night and it was great. Nice. And... I don't feel great in my brain, but it's okay. <laughs> Nobody ever does. I mean, um... Because it's fall. Yeah. It's going to be 86 here in Atlanta, so it's not fall here yet. That's gross. So That's gross. Just sun. Oh, you're telling me. I'm the sweatiest person, and yet I just live in the south south of the country forever, nice, I guess. Nice, humid, hot south. Yep. Um... Yeah, as Riley said, not doing great in the brain. Uh, that goes for me too. I oh, was up no. till, I was up till four, just panicking. Mm. And guys, the, the panic at four in the morning doesn't there's, help. There's nothing anything. that compares to that kind of panic. That's a panic right? above all other panic. It is like the most panic you've you've ever felt, and it but it doesn't accomplish anything because you can't like go out right there and start like fixing any perceived problems. Yeah, so you, you know you're like I should just go to sleep, but I can't. So then you start worrying about that, and you're like, oh, tomorrow's exactly. gonna be terrible. I'm gonna completely waste the day. I'm so tired. Da, yep. Da, da, da. Yep. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to have to take a nap. And then after I take a nap, I won't be able to fall asleep again. And I'm going to just be more tired because naps never help. <laughs> right? They seem like a great idea. And then you're just more tired. 
Oh my god, it's just... Human brains are ridiculous. Yeah, they're great. I love them. They're ridiculous. I love it. So, I love yep. it. Um, I love it. What's that song that starts like that? Those on Rock Band. Oh. I love it. It wasn't Maps. What song was that? Oh my god. Oh my god. I... <laughs> oh my god. Here, hold on a minute. I'll bing it. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Um, song is it I think I'm paranoid uh, I don't fucking know that nope. starts with I remember this so distinctly but I have no idea what it is I love it uh, um, list of songs in rock band just give me what I want alright let's see hey guys is this fun for you because <laughs> I need to figure this out right now um, it didn't immediately tell me so I'm giving up okay cool all right, uh, guys, I couldn't find it because I'll find it later and I'll tweet about it. <laughs> I uh, So this week I picked out a movie for Riley to watch, but um, I was, I've been really riled up about um, the Mormon church via me being riled up about the FLDS church because I spent my week just watching um, documentaries on YouTube about uh, polygamy and the FLDS church. Mm-hmm. So after I, was, I told Riley a movie, and then I was like, "But also we could talk about this," because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pr- I got a lot. I got a lot to say. I think uh, now. Now that we're recording, we'll go 20 minutes. <laughs> Just kidding. Um. <laughs> so anyway, I, I sent one to Riley, and I think she watched um, a couple more documentaries, uh-huh. and uh, and I'm I'm excited to get into it with you. And also, I think we're gonna talk about some of. The current Mormon topics, and we just want you to know, like, we're ex-Mormons, and so yeah. if you are gonna get offended, you might wanna, yeah, might wanna tune out on this one. We're gonna try the best we can, like we do, to be respectful, but right. I would like to. <laughs> I've got some, I, I've got some personal opinions yeah. that probably just. And, and here's the thing that I've noticed in my own personal life is that, like. I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm trying real hard, guys. I'm trying real hard to be politically yep. correct here. Um, Mormon people that I know a lot of can yep. tell me anything that, of what they think. They, I can hear all about their opinions about things. Yep. But if yep. I try to share my opinion, then I'm being um, rude. What's and the word? Mean. Yeah, like I'm like attacking their religious freedom. Right, and which is which is funny because you are. But they're attacking your religious freedom, right? By you know wherever squashing by, opinions, ex- exactly. Yeah. But you know, but it's so personal because you were Mormon, right. and so they're like, "Well, you have my, my least favorite thing." And I'm just gonna get get right into mm-hmm. it. Is when they're like, "You had the truth. <laughs> now you're fucked." Of course, they don't say fuck, <laughs> but you know, like it's all over for you. Yeah. Like, like we're the worst. We're worse than people right. who you know. Well, because, yeah, that's the whole narrative is that we were lucky enough, we were blessed yeah. enough, we were chosen to be, to be born, into the born in the covenant, and then um, right. we rejected it, so we are, like, pretty much, pretty much fucked. Unless we come back, and then it's going to be this big thing where everyone's going to, like, really kiss our asses, and we'll, we'll talk yeah. a lot in church, and I'm just, yeah, yeah I'm already well, being real respectful, aren't I? <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, guys, just stop listening. This is this is my time. Um, 
No, I, you know, but they, they call us um, apostates, uh-huh. and I, I like being an apostate. I, of course, don't believe I'm an apostate, which I think is uh, I think something technically we... I am, which I don't give a shit about. I mean, technically I am in their eyes, but, like, I don't believe in a god, right. especially the Mormon god, so I'm definitely not an apostate. Right. <laughs> but I... Just but... because of the fact that that's not a thing. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. But I think that's um something that... Um, with the FLDS church, because this really did start off with a bunch of, uh, documentaries on polygamy, Uh um, that I found was really interesting, um, is that when people get out, uh, they, they still have the mindset, they obviously still believe in that, um, FLDS God. Mm -hmm. And so they, one of the things that they repeat is like, well, if this is if this is hell, I'd rather be here than in heaven. Yeah, you like, know, there was like little girls. Um, there was there was yes. one scene, and I these are all gonna blur together because I I watched, I watched a lot of this yesterday. I think I, think I watched all of the ones that YouTube recommended to me all yeah. week. So me too. It's we okay. We watched a lot. So I what I wanted to say at the top of this, which yeah. I didn't, was that oh. normally we focus on one movie, and it's about yeah. the movie. Um, right. Or, album or whatever this is not about that this is about more of a topic yeah we're which i just gonna get into it. yeah we really are um but there was one i watched and i think it was uh fuck i don't know i watched a lot is it when the little girl gets the haircut? It's when this little girl's getting her haircut and the women yep. in the flds faith or whatever group she was part of they're all fundamentalist yeah. lds Mormons. people but yeah. they have different branches that are either more or less crazy um, right and yeah, it's crazy. I'm not going to pretend it's not. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, these people's things aren't totally bonkers. Because to me, they are bonkers and harmful. Because well, it's, it's all about control. Yeah. It's entirely it's about really, control. It's really, really fucked and up. And that's not okay. And, I, and like, yeah. we'll get into it. But um, yeah. little girl's getting her hair cut. They're not allowed to cut their hair because hair is like the epitome of femininity. And that's it, what it's like. It's their crown that they have to wear on their yeah, head. Yeah. So she's c- cutting her hair and someone is asking her like how she feels about it and she's like well people would say that that's wicked and all by the way mm-hmm. all these people i i'm great at talking i'm so good at finishing up yeah that. yeah um, me too all these people all these young girls are like very at the same time well spoken yeah while also being clearly like abused and and um woefully uneducated yeah that's it that's what it is yeah so she yep. says like she's like well they would say this is wicked this is like a four-year-old oh yeah she was tiny yeah. and it was it was i like almost started crying at this point because i was so happy yeah they're like she's like for this, her they would you say know? this is wicked but she's just like beaming and they're like well what do you think about being wicked right now and she's like it's great i like being wicked <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is like it makes me smile but it's all sad because they're it is they're like perception of evil is so fucked up that that line is now going to be blurred for the rest of their life of like well they said this was bad so is it really even if things that are actually are really harmful you know what i mean like that line will always be unclear right which it is for everyone but right you know i hope that um you know that they slowly learn to you know whether they convert to regular christianity or whatever Mm -hmm. like i just hope that they can I think by them, by all the people who escaped, they've already made, like, they've already shown that they can think critically at least a little. Right. You know? So, like, I hope that they slowly learn that you can cut your hair and it's not wicked. Yeah. 
you know? But the, I, like, I don't know. Like, I still, I'm sure you have this too. Yeah. I still have things. I've had a lot of things from the Mormon church that I've had to, like, overcome in my own brain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's still things that I'm, like, judgmental about or whatever that yeah. I still have yep. to, like, consciously think. And eventually, you really do reprogram. You do. Um, and but it, it takes a and long time. And it is time. reprogramming. Yeah, yeah. but it, it really, like... Um, I didn't drink coffee for a long time because mm-hmm. Mormons don't drink coffee. And I was just like, oh, well, that's yep. just, it's bad for you. And it's not for me. Even if right. I don't believe in their like gospel, that part's true. Or right. like, I was very scared of alcohol for a long time. Yeah. And it, because it, it's such a fear instilled in them. Yeah. You finally kind of learn more about it and you're like, this isn't. This is something you can do like very responsibly. <laughs> But, like, I pretty much assumed, like, if I ever drank or smoked or did anything, I would immediately be addicted because I I could be that addictive personality, and I assumed that I was. Yeah, And I was, like, very judgmental of not people I knew who drank alcohol who weren't Mormon, but people who were and did. Yes. I was like, you know better, which is, like, so fucked up. Well, because in the church, you... um, I mean, you know, you know, like when you're in your ward, you know, whose spouses like aren't a member yeah, and like they drink and I, those people were always really scary to me. Interesting. And I like, I, I remember, uh, in my, when I lived in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. like I was always afraid of like the half Mormon households. The dads that had beer in the fridge. And like, exactly. I was like, yeah. I wasn't scared of them. I thought they were cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. they're cool. But I, but it was like, ugh, I don't know. It's all very complicated. I feel like we should backtrack a little bit. Yeah. Um, And say, like, the main thing, Kindred, the video Kindred sent to me that was going to be the, yeah. like, main discussion topic here. Yeah. It's called Lifting the Veil of Polygamy. Mm-hmm. I think it was made in 2007 and then redone in 2016. Yeah. Um, something like that. And then from that point... It's hard as an ex-Mormon, post-Mormon kind of person Mm -hmm. to not get a little obsessive when you see stuff like this. Yeah. Um, And to not kind of just let it, like... I mean, I watched that and then I was like, oh my god, I gotta watch whatever. Like, I watched all the ones about Tom Green that I could find. He's apparently a very famous polygamist in Arizona or something. He was, like, the first one to, like... Be public. Really come out about it. Yeah. Um, And then... That led me to a lot of other strange paths. I, yeah. Did you watch any about the one in Bountiful in Canada? Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. Yeah. That guy okay. is fucking okay. creepy. Yeah, he's insane. Um, and then I also ended up watching a couple of videos about the Quiverful movement. movement. Hey, me too. <laughs> it's almost like YouTube's algorithm. They're like, mm, there you go. Yeah. But yeah. like, which is not polygamous at all. Um, no. But it's... It's the Duggars. It's the Duggars, basically, even though I'm pretty sure they deny that they're part of it, which is funny. Right. They aren't, but also they've got, you know, 19 yeah, kids or like whatever. The, so. I guess the Quiverful movement is all about, like, have as many kids as you can. No form of birth control, even if it's natural. Um, right. N- like, no rhythm cycle, nothing. Right. Um, and right. it's also based off of, like, a very strict slash abusive patriarchy. Yes. Anyway, yep. I got into a lot of shit. And it's like... Yeah. It's so hard for me not to just like go off on this. Kindred and I, this is so ironic to me now, and it's still really funny. 
Um, yeah. We were very into cults. <laughs> like, back yeah. in the day, it's just, like, fascinating and to me was, like, yeah. somewhat funny, which it's not. Um, it's not. And, <laughs> but, yeah. Like, we wanted to start a cult because we were just fucking weirdos and we had, like, a whole list yeah. of cult things. And then... I, I, this was all when we were both, like, heavily invested in our Mormon faith. Right. As, like, as heavily as I ever was. Right. Which was, which was, I, I 100% thought it was true, even if I wasn't going to church every right, week. Right, right. Um, samesies. And then, uh, yeah. with, also with that, like, spark of, like, fuck this at all points. Oh, but, yeah. But really believing right. d- deep down that it was all real. Um, right. I never considered that, like, hey, maybe I'm in a cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't. I know people really don't like that, and that's a very controversial thing to say about the Mormon Church that it is a cult. Right. Um. But here's my argument. Uh, after you're done, I have an argument as to why it is. Yeah. The thing is, um, the the fundamentalists of that church of the LDS Church. I'm not going to say the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints every fucking time. No. The LDS Church. Which, by the way, the Mormon they church. don't want can, people to can, call it that anymore. Yeah, we're going to call them the Mormons, because... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for just brevity. Um, but they... That stuff that these quote-unquote crazy people believe in, like, the Mormons hate the polygamists, and they think they're just yeah. nuts, and they give them a bad rap. Yeah. They believe the same things. Yes. It, and it can be argued that the that the FL that the FLDS church is just practicing the religion more purely. Exa- I, and I honestly think that. Um, yeah. And if you if you talk to a Mormon, they'll d- deny that they believe in any polygamy, unless yeah. you question them about the afterlife. In which case, <laughs> the answer is yes. In which case, they believe that each man will have a buttload of wives because they believe they'll become gods that have to repopulate the earth. Yep. Or whatever reason they give you. But they believe that in, yeah. in the celestial kingdom, which is their highest degree of heaven, yep. there is poly- there is polygamy and everyone's a polygamist. Yep. So if they say they don't believe this stuff, they do. They just don't now because they also believe in obeying the law, quote unquote. Right. So it's it's i recommend um the one the lifting the veil of polygamy because i think that that one draws like shows where the hypocrisy is and where the similarities are mm-hmm. between the regular mormon church and the flds church mm-hmm. and i think that's why I, that's the why i started with the one with riley because i thought it did pretty good at that do, do you agree i do agree with that other than that though um i mean okay here's what i'll say I do think it draws that conclusion nicely, and that's, I think, really helpful for, like, a Mormon person. Right. My problem with a lot of these is they're, like, obviously very biased towards their directive, like, what they're trying to accomplish. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, you get that from any documentary, and I think if you don't go in with a grain of salt, it's easy to just, like, be like, oh, okay, these are facts. Because it's, like, sure, they're facts, but they're playing with them to make them be what they want. Um, But... (laughs) <laughs> the end of that documentary, about the last, like, 30 minutes, if not more. Which I didn't watch. I watched all of it, and you should have watched it. Oh, jeez. I, I couldn't, because I was, like, I was, like, really happy. I was, like, did these guys just, like, forsake religion altogether? And then, like, at the end, they're, like, and the Bible is the best thing ever! And I was, like, all right, I'm yeah. not. I can't do this right now, The guys. end of that, and I don't, the group it's made by is called Sacred Grove, which is really weird, because that's a very Mormon thing. It really is. Um, but, uh... I mean, 
I don't I don't know how much I need to like explain everything I say. Joseph Smith had a vision in a sacred grove. Blah blah blah. No, yeah, that's fine. Go Google. Um anyway, every single one of those people the end the conclusion to the thing is basically like Yeah. Polygamy is evil, but also Mormonism is evil because it's the same thing. And right. now I'm just a Christian. And none of them claimed any like specific denomination. Right. But they all became Christians. Whatever right. that means, I don't to me, that's a very yeah. vague. There's like I know Christians believe in Christ, but they're all so different. Like the different sects, they're also right. so similar. But you know what I mean. Yeah. But it ends with all of them just going into the spiel how they found like Jesus, basically. Yeah. Which is like, here's here's why I think that's interesting, and here's why I don't care. Yeah. They made a point, and I know that this is a common argument, but I also think it has validity. That yeah. Mormons don't worship Jesus. They yeah. just worship, worship Joseph Smith. Right. And I'm hearing my mom's voice in my head right now. Uh-huh. Defending and getting really angry about that. And saying, right. like, of course we worship Christ. Right. But here's the thing. Yeah. They don't. No. Yes, they believe in Christ. Yes, they love him. A lot of their religion is about the atonement. Yeah. But if it was just about that, then they would just be Christians, but they're not. Right. And I mean, yeah, well, they are, but well, like... Well, the, the thing that... Well, the thing that Mormonism brings is that... Um, is the Joseph Smith they, stuff. They... Well, yeah, but, you know, they believe in the Book of Mormon yeah. and the Doctrine and Covenants, and they believe in the Bible in so much as it is translated correctly. Right. So, it, it like, it's kind of, like, loose. It's like, yeah, we like Jesus in the Bible, like, if it's translated, right? Yeah. You know, right. which I think is like an important point that the Jesus that Mormons believe in is very different than the Jesus that other people believe in. Right. And their religion. And I remember this. This is just anecdotal. This is from me. Right. Church is not about Christ. He's, he's no. mentioned a lot. Yeah. But the church is more about the prophets, yeah. modern day revelation yeah. and your your do's and don'ts. Right. It's about like be modest don't right. have sex before you're married. Right. Don't drink coffee. Word of wisdom is a big deal. It's a big thing. Um, and all their very Mormon-specific rules. And less right. about just, like, Jesus in general. Well, and that's... That is exactly why, you know... And there are obviously different... Some cults are more extreme than others. Yeah. But, I mean, my argument for the Mormon church being a cult is that it controls every aspect of your life Mm -hmm. it reaches out it tells you you know you want it tells you to marry you need to marry a return missionary you know Mm -hmm. marry within the church so you can marry as a family in the Mm -hmm. church you know it tells you people outside of the religion it's like very exactly highly discouraged unless you're going to convert them right and it tells you when to start dating Mm -hmm. mormons don't start dating until they're 16 Mm -hmm. so like that like that whole aspect is controlled then the aspect of like recreation it tells you like don't listen to things that aren't wholesome Mm -hmm. don't watch you know and i mean these are pretty loose and people probably you know and mormons still watch rated r movies but you don't watch rated r movies and you don't you don't swear you you know it's it's control in every aspect and i think um the thing that was hard and confusing growing up, um, and I grew up, I was born in Pocatello and was there until I was about nine, and then I lived in Idaho yeah. Falls until I moved here. Right. Briefly other places, but... Um, right. Growing up somewhere where the Mormon population is like... how? What percentage would you say? 
It's at least it's at least sixty percent, and that's being conservative. That's being very conservative. Yeah, I would guess more like eighty percent, with yeah fifteen percent of that eighty being inactive. Okay, I I think that's I think that's great. There's, there, yeah, I think that's a really great it's estimate. It's a shit ton of Mormons. Like yeah, our high school. It was usually it's rare to be the Mormon. It was rare to not be a Mormon. Yes, and growing up in a culture where. Basically, everyone you know is Mormon. I had yeah. a lot of non-Mormon friends. Um, yeah. But that was, like, weird. Um, right. But growing up somewhere where basically everyone you know is Mormon, the religion becomes, like, extremely fuzzy. Yes. Because there are these rules, and they're pretty specific, but of course they're, say, like, yeah. it's up to your interpretation between you and God, whatever. Right. But you see everyone living these rules to different very different degrees some of them just being completely ignored and it makes the religion it it, i know this sounds contradictory but it is way more cultural than yes doctrinal yes way more about appearances than like especially (laughs) in yeah it's southeast idaho and utah yes yeah it's very cultural and it's I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like cultural to the point where we wouldn't get certain movies right in the movie like they theater, wouldn't even you know? play because well because no one would go see mm-hmm. it like they know you know there's not an audience for that specific rated R movie right. L- like I mean it, it it the outreach is so great like I think um well my company that I worked for in Arizona mm-hmm. we had a Utah office. And, um, you know, there are federal holidays. And so in the break room, there was like a, there was a posting of all the federal holidays that you have time off for. Yeah. And the office in Utah gets Pioneer Day off. <laughs> like w- we didn't because, you know, and then neither did the Oregon office, but like Pioneer Day is such a big, yeah, <laughs> it's big enough to have a company day off yeah. for an entire office, you know, yeah. like, and I think that's, um, something to add to the cold argument is, like, the amount that you're surrounded by it. Yeah. It's hard to even... It's hard to even step back and wonder if it's right or if it's... Yeah. Because it's just all you know. Like, it's right. hard to even question, like, oh, maybe it's not true. Right. Because it's, like, every single adult in your life, every, like, everyone you know, good or bad... Yeah all seem to agree that this thing is the right way to be. And I heard arguments my whole life yeah. about, like, I mean, I won't go into details, but, like, my my parents have family members that have had really difficult lives, and right. they would casually say things like, you know, my parents didn't have a difficult life at this point because of their right. continued faith and diligence in going to church every week, yeah. which is... It's funny and ironic and very sad to me. My parents have a lot of struggles. <laughs> yeah. And they either choose to not see them. Right. Or don't consider them in that argument. Right. It's just, it's all, it's really weird. You're constantly well, being it's, like inundated with like, this is what's true. This is what's right. And if you do this, your life will be better. Well, and that line of thinking that I'm familiar with as well is, I mean, it's just, it's drawing conclusions from nothing really. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, but I'm, but that's what it is, is the church is in every aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. So if you view someone else's 
life is going wrong and that I'm using air quotes, yeah. you know, or like, or worse than yours. Like if only they would have. Exactly. Done this if this. only they would have done more church thing or whatever. Well, and it's funny you know? because, I mean, there's a lot of arguments like this within Mormonism. Yeah. Like, um, if you get a blessing, if right. something good happens, it's a blessing from God for obedience. Right. If something bad happens, it's a trial from God to teach you something and to make you a better person. Right. And then for outsiders, if something good happens to them, it's because they were selfish and wicked or whatever. And if something right. bad happens, then it's a curse because they were selfish and wicked. Right. And it's the same kind of arguments for their prophet, which is if he was right, it's because he's a prophet. If it's a good thing, it's because he's a prophet. If we decide right. that he's wrong later, which happens with every single prophet, the next one decides yep. they were wrong about something, it's because yep. they were speaking as a man at that point and not as a prophet. Right. And then it's like, well, how how is your prophet fallible? Because if they're a prophet, well, shouldn't they not? And, uh, and then they put stick their foot in their mouths by saying things like, the prophet literally cannot lead you astray. God will not allow the prophet yes. to lead you astray. Right, and then they go back and say, well, that wasn't... Well, polygamy's wrong, and black people can have the priesthood, right. and all these kids right. getting raped, that's just... Like, come on, it's you It's nothing, guys. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, um... So, so something that I was really impressed with, with all of these FLDS polygamy documentaries, uh-huh. was, like, so, so, uh, so Mormonism, we've established, controls every aspect of your life, mm-hmm. but it is, it's nothing compared mm-hmm. to the FLDS church. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, it's sickening to watch this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but the thing that struck me the most is when people, th- there's people are born into this Mm -hmm. they're controlled they're controlled to a point you know where they don't have outside media and this is actually the only thing they know yeah and i am so impressed by the people who were just like hang on this is wrong even though they were browbeaten and told they were worthless and that you know i'm speaking for like the wives who escaped you know yeah and they're like, you're, you're, the only thing you're good for is to be married to this man. You are basically worthless and you need to keep sweet. Oh my God. That and means then so sick. It's, it's sickening. But I am the women who escaped and they're like, well, it was just, it was wrong. I was so impressed that like. They could even get there. That they could, that they got to that conclusion. Yeah. Because I, I mean, like, I think once you are in that mental state of being worthless and people beating you up over that sort of thing, you start to do it yourself and to even step outside and say, Hey, I don't need to be treated like this. Yeah. Like I was just, I was just very impressed by everyone who escaped because that's gotta be the hardest thing ever. Well, And it's, Oh, it's so, it's really hard because you talk to the women that are in it, not me, but like these journalists. Yeah. And yeah. they, all they have is defense for it, you yes. know, and yep. then just like, yep. no, we love this. Like, this is not, this is my choice, et cetera, et cetera. Right. <laughs> right. And like, I mean, you look at people, it's complicated too, because like you look at, you, you know, like Cody Brown, Sister Wives, yes. that show. Yeah. I yep. haven't watched it since like, I think it started in like 2010. I was going to say since like high yeah. school. And yeah. I watched it like, I watched the first season then. And yeah. I remember watching yep. them. I used to watch Oprah every day with my mom. Every single yeah. day, four o'clock. Um, yeah. They were on Oprah one time. And basically their argument was like, 
there's so many different ways to like express love in this right. country or whatever. And ba- and basically right. modeled it like it's just a polyamorous thing. Like like right. we are consenting adults over 18 and we want to live like a polyamorous lifestyle. Right. Why aren't we allowed to like legally get married if we wanted to? And yeah. I was like on their side. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And I still am with that. Like if if the, if you're an adult who's come to this conclusion, Great. Right, and you're and you're letting your children make their own decisions, and you're letting them get educated, which they they all say they are, which is just like, <laughs> which in their way they can uh, say yeah. that, I guess. But like, yeah, these kids, oh god, it's so abusive, it's so fucked up, and everybody, it is. everybody knows about the Warren Jeff stuff, which is just. They yeah. still follow him. Yeah. Like they Yeah, they do. Still, he's a, he's a, in lifetime in prison and he is he's still their, their prophet, prophet until he dies. Yep. And like yeah. you can't argue, I don't know. You can't say that like a 12-year-old can consent. No. You 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 so can't. So these people when you see these people like we're just trying to r- remove the stereotype against this or whatever right. and they are right. educated grown yeah. adults making their own decisions and you're like oh okay i can agree with that that's right. fine whatever do whatever the yeah. fuck you want they don't live in a yeah. commune they aren't you know no. what i mean right their kids go to school yeah. like and uh, sh- maybe their kids are being influenced in weird ways Cer- certainly yeah. they are but hopefully but you know that could be argued for almost for any religion exactly. <laughs> but like when you're taking and that's the thing this tom green dude yeah. Holy shit. So he yeah. he was married to I'm going to briefly break down his story cuz we got to get into yeah. him. He's married to a normal woman. They're Mormon. He's he yep. loves church history, Mormon history, so he starts reading all about this and decides that polygamy is the right way, which because by the that way, which makes sense. Yeah, like by the way, if you're really studying yeah. like what Joseph Smith taught, that's yeah. the if you believe in this dude and you believe that he was right, that's what's right. Like that's the that I mean that is that isn't him yeah that is the conclusion that's not him that being one, bonkers yeah, yeah that's him no. following this religion that he believed in the doctrine the written doctrine and just because it's like they've decided it's so taboo that they don't even go there anymore doesn't mean that's not right. what they don't believe and not what their readers right. fucking Brigham Young Brigham Young University yeah yep. oh man look up some of his yeah. quotes about polygamy it yep. will. Oh, oh, and about god. black people, and about oh my god, oh, Jesus Christ, yep. it'll just tear you up. Yeah. But um, anyway, so this guy is studying church history, and he's like, "Wow, I think polygamy is what like we're supposed to do if we want to get into the celestial right. kingdom." Yeah. So he's like, "I'm gonna go do this." So he joins this place. He leaves his one wife. He marries these two ladies. He has some kids. Um, those two ladies leave. God knows why. He ends up marrying <laughs> right. this girl, fourteen years old. Yep. Evidence has come out that she was actually 13 when he got her pregnant. Yep. Yep. But in Utah, you can marry a girl at 14 with parental permission. So the right. way they get around all this shit is legally marrying them, then divorcing them, then marrying the next girl, then divorcing them, then marrying the next one. So they can't get right. in trouble with the law, technically. Right. So he marries this 14-year-old when she is already four and a half months pregnant. Um, yep. And then he ends up marrying this other lady who's older um yep. she already has kids that she brings into the marriage one of them is 14 years old who he ends up marrying yep um there's evidence that he raped her she denies that now yep. but at yeah. one point she ran away and told the cops that he was sexually abusing her she literally was like they made me make that up right um, yep yeah anyway 
he marries her, and then he ends up marrying another girl. Um, yep. Who is fourteen, and then on the her on the way to their reception, he's sitting by no, he's sitting by that girl's sister. And yeah. she says, I want kids with eyes like yours. And he says, I know how to make that happen. And then they get married, too. Yep. Yep. And then he wants to marry this other girl, but then legal proceedings start coming towards him. So he cancels that. Yeah. Well, you know, and this this one, this family is so striking because of the way they live. Oh, yeah. Which is in extreme poverty. Yeah. Being and supported by the government. Being supported by the government... But it's just the quality of life is so horrible. But these women are like, no, this is a, this is we want to live in trailers in the middle of the Utah desert. Mm-hmm. This is what we 200 want. Two hundred miles away well, this, from anything. Yeah, they're like, this is well, we need to get into heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they talk a lot and, about like suffering. Like, yeah, he's like, well, you have to suffer to have all these incredible blessings that are coming your way. And I'm like, yeah. what are blessings? Like, what are you? I know. And then I don't, they make all these weird comments about their sexual relationships. And they always say sexual relations. Oh, which yeah. Which I think yeah. is just, I can't, it's so Bill Clinton. Like, I can't hear anything when people right. say that. Right, Um, But, like, they talk about how they get to decide when they want to have sex with him. So they came right. up with this schedule that's just one woman after another to, like, quote, right. unquote, make it easier and to prevent jealousy. Yeah. Right. And then, like, they get to initiate it. And I'm right. just like, okay, this dude, he's, like, 51 years old, married to this 14-year-old. Yeah. Oh, my God. And she was talking about how he taught her about, like, the human anatomy uh, and, like, how yep. sex works because she didn't know on their wedding night. Yep. Because she was 14. Ooh. Uh, um, you know, it's it's really interesting because I watched... um. After after I watched all the stuff on Mormon poly- FLDS polygamy, yeah. um, I watched one on is Islamic polygamy, mm-hmm. and um, the 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 biggest difference, which I found was very interesting, is that Mormons are constant. Sorry, I I know it's the FLDS church, and I'll try and say that because I know there's a difference, and maybe that's just me still like internalizing that from yeah being in church but but the fl the the flds church they they are constantly arguing for polygamy you know be that it is their religion yeah and they will not get into heaven they will not be a god etc 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 unless they have these wives and the the uh, the one about islamic uh polygamy it would they they live in britain they they were never driving home the doctrine. They were like, they were like, you know, the Quran says we can have, we can have up to four wives, you know, yeah. and they're like, and we, our wives live in separate houses. And like, that was just it. Like, I, I, I you know, I almost didn't know exactly why they were doing the polygamy. Yeah. But, you know, they were just like, we, the Quran says we can. That's but it so was like, weird. really like, yeah. It, it was bizarre, you know, and the Mormons are just constantly like, well, the prophet said so, and we're commanded to do this, right. and if we don't do this, they're just constantly hounding on hounding on that point, which I just think is really interesting. Well, like, this is my religious freedom, this is what I believe, like... And, you, and they just, they truly believe yeah. it, you can just see it. And especially the women. Yes. And I think, I, I watched one thing about the guy in Canada, do you remember his name? Uh, 
Weston no, or something? No, but he's... Yeah. But... Uh, oh, what was it? Uh, I will Google it as you keep talking. So there's this guy in Canada who broke off from the FLDS church um, because he says Warren Jeff told him to murder a girl. I don't... That could be true, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he made his own group in Canada right near the Idaho border. Um, and he... He's just, he's so fucking weird. He at at his height, he had twenty five wives. Um, yeah, and he he really is trying to make them look more modern, more like accessible. Yeah, uh, it's Winston Blackmore. Winston Blackmore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what my point was with this, but like, oh, here's my point. The okay. reporter on this Canadian whatever news. It was yeah. like Dateline for Canadians. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yep. She makes this point that no one has made so far and that I didn't even think about. But okay. it was like, what about these boys? Yes. Like the oh, math yes. doesn't work out for all of these boys to be able to have multiple wives. Like that's just not right. It's pretty much 50 50 in birth rates. Yeah. Much how it works. So like how, how does this happen? And basically they're just like abandoned. They're yes. kind of just, like, they're, used for slave labor until they're old yeah. enough to run away. And then they just, like, yeah. forget about them. And it's... That made me so sad. Yeah, and they interview these boys that and they're, part. like, so behind. Like, yes. one of them couldn't read. And yep. they're just, like, they have nothing, like, no idea about the world or, like, how to yeah. do literally anything other than, like, work really hard, like, manually. Yep. And it's yep. just... Oh my god, it's so sad. It's it's really sad. Um, in the one documentary, I think the same one where the l- little girl, where the girls are getting their hair yeah. cut, the, they talk to a boy who escaped, mm-hmm. and his Willie, his parents are yeah, and his parents are half siblings, mm-hmm. and it's just so heart wrenching, yeah. and you know you can just tell. You can just tell that everyone there is so inbred, yeah. and I not just because you're assuming that, but because they are. Yeah. And it's just like, well, and they to even, what extent? One girl said that she's like, <sighs> they wanted me to marry my cousin because they want to keep the bloodline pure. Yeah. And it's like, it's what? like, oh yeah, that's great. You oh, everyone will turn out fine. Yeah. It's um, I mean, it's just another. It, it's it's just it's it's just maddening to me and I and I just because it seems so personal even yeah. though you know I have nothing to do with the FLDS church I had everything to do with the regular Mormon church yeah. and it, it just they just they they mirror each other in such a way mm-hmm. that's really that's really interesting to take a look out from the outside right. well and I was telling Riley uh, when I recommended this. Um, this is initially why I left the church. Mm-hmm. I started I started looking into because um, the FLDS is, church is horrifying, even when you're in the Mormon church. Yeah, I started looking into that, and then I started, you know, someone mentioned, oh, it's just like Joseph Smith, and uh, so anyway, you know, I started actually doing my own research, and uh, it's it's what it's why I left the church initially. Mm-hmm. Is the, the, I mean, this was the, I guess this was the straw that broke the camel's back and I started trying to think for myself, Yeah, which is... Well, and that's the thing, yeah. like, um, God, I don't know. I'm trying to be nice, but I'm just gonna, I can't, like, I don't know how to just no. be like, oh, and it's great that they think this. 
Um, right. Like Joseph Smith. <laughs> yeah. Like they in in the Mormon Church, he and they say like we don't worship Joseph Smith. Like bullshit. Like yeah, praise to the man. Bullshit. Like yeah. he's he's the idol to everyone because of course without him this whole stuff wouldn't exist. Right. But like. If you look at these men and you're like, oh, they're creepy. This is weird. That's what Joseph Smith was. It was. He was. He was the first. And not only that, but he was worse because he didn't, he was making it up. These people at least believe in this shit. At least most of them, I think. Right. But he like, here's, here's what happened from my perspective, from what I've read, what I've surmised. And these are facts like (laughs) that I'm interpreting. Joseph Smith was caught having sex in his barn with a girl that yep. was like a live-in maid situation. She's yep. very young. And yep. Emma was like, what the fuck? And then he was like, yeah. no, God said it's polygamy. She's my wife. We, we, we gotta. This was 10 years before he publicly was open about the practice of polygamy, before he publicly yep. told people that, like, this is what you need to do, is he yep. was doing these things. Now, people like to argue, like, oh, well, um, it's a sealing ordinance in the temple, temple yeah. wasn't established yet nope <laughs> no such thing as nope. these ordinances yet yep so he's just like fucking these young girls and starting to marry them and it's just like yeah <sighs> spin it, it any way you, you want know, it's not okay it's not well it's so interesting because the church has so many ways to like deal with that you uh-huh. know uh, w- the main one is to like not inform you all the way right. but then if you do they've got well, that- the ways to Explain it away. And the thing about not informing people now is, like, with the internet. Yeah. These, because they used to be able to control what knowledge you got to, like, a pretty big yeah. degree. Like, if you really wanted to seek these oh, things yeah. out, you're going to have to really, like, work hard and do some digging. And right. now it's, like, with the internet, you, and, and of course, every, every Mormon says it's anti-Mormon literature. It's lies. Yeah. But then yep. people are starting to be like, oh, actually, it's super true. So then the church has to yep. publish these essays acknowledging it. To put their right. spin on it to make it seem yeah. better, but it's just like I don't know. The history of it is really dark, and it is. the Mormon Church has a lot of money, a lot, right, a lot yep. of money. It really and does. And they're really good at PR. Yep. So they've they've managed to make their church look more and more normal. They have. Um, they're really good at PR, and it's terrifying. Um, I started watching. A documentary last night and I couldn't get through it because um, I like started having some uh, minor minor PTSD yeah. but um, I started watching just a documentary um, just called Real Mormons mm-hmm. that a British lady made and uh, she was just gonna the church the church allowed her and she this is what she said she's like the church allowed me to come in and so when she falls follow missionaries t- yeah follows the missionaries I haven't seen this and- but I've read about it yeah, and where she follows missionaries. I only made it 15 minutes in because, like I said, it started playing I Am a Child of God, and I, like, started hyperventilating. Yeah. And I, w- I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but she uh, she is allowed to follow them around while they uh, go on their – start to, like, prepare for their mission, go to the MTC. But there has to be a church PR person mm-hmm. there at all times mm-hmm. when she talks. Mm-hmm. And she herself was like – this is weird. Mm-hmm. She was like, I can't interview these boys by themselves. And then Without we get a glimpse of the pe- their lawyer present. Exactly. Yeah. And we get a glimpse of her, like talking to um, a kid at like a steak dance. Mm-hmm. And 
she's like, okay, so you don't believe in having sex, you know, and the kid is giving just some, some, uh, you know, answers, exactly, cookie cutter answers, and, um, and she's basically, so she says, you haven't had sex, and the kid says, no, I haven't, and then we see the PR guy go, excuse you, that's too personal, and I don't think that this is good to be discussed in your movie, et cetera, et cetera, and it's just like, that looks it's not... No, right? It's just like the control, the control of appearances. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been, and I mean they've been doing it since they got rid of polygamy. Right, you know, right. it's so that they can keep doing it. They can keep getting money. They can keep. <sighs> yeah, it's it's so <laughs> hard and it's so complicated because like yeah, I have a lot of family members still very heavily right. invested in it. And right. are they good people? Absolutely. Like, yeah. they're wonderful yeah. people who yeah. I really think are just, like, they really believe that this is what's right. So that's what they're doing. Yeah. And I think that's commendable. I think that's great. Definitely. But, like, I don't know. An example that I won't get too far into. But, like, I yeah. there's a letter online I've talked about before. It's called CES Letter. Mm-hmm. It's a huge tool for people leaving the church because it's yeah. just one guy laying out his issues with Mormonism. Right. A guy who was a Mormon and then was excommunicated. Um, yeah. A couple years after he wrote this letter. Right. But I, I sent it to my brother because he was interested and we talked about it a bit. And then I asked my mom if I could send it to her because it had a lot of stuff yeah. in it that I wanted to talk to her about. She's a, she's a Mormon. And yeah. I wanted to be like, hey, what's your response to this stuff? My right. response is like, holy shit, but I'm out like... I've yeah. been out yeah. for years. So to me to read it, it's it's interesting. It's infuriating. Um, but it's also it's not it's not wrecking my world. It's 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 been wrecked, right. you know? Right, exactly. So I was I just wanted to know what she thought about it. And her yeah. response was, Do you think do you think this would mess me up? Like, do you do oh you think gosh, I can yeah. handle this? Mm-hmm. Because I'm in a really good place and I don't want anything to disturb that basically right and that's pretty much the attitude yeah it's like yeah don't ask don't tell yep if you dig into it like be careful <laughs> what you'll find you know like is yeah. it worth threatening your salvation you know because you have questions right. or whatever right and it's just it's so hard <sighs> because i'm just like i don't know i want to get irate about it but you can't but I just yeah. want to be like, how can you, like, be part of this? How can you believe this stuff? How can you support right. this stuff? And especially with what's happening, oh, what's coming out lately. Um, right. Which I don't know if we want. We're, we've already been talking for an hour, but. We, yeah. Um, we might get into it. I, I want to say to your point of um, the attitude towards questioning things. Yeah. Um, one of my... Uh, a quote that came out probably six years ago I, I or five years ago i was out of the church i know what you're gonna say because you fucking hated this <laughs> it's, I, well well when you think about it what it's telling people is to not think critically sit down and shut up and exactly so the quote is and it was at general conference it says doubt your doubts mm-hmm. before you doubt your faith mm-hmm. and that to me is the is so dark yeah it's so dark because that is the control over your thought. Uh-huh. 
It's like, well, why are you even doubting you your faith, you stupid idiot? Oh my god! You know? Do you want to hear? It's like doubt your doubt. Do you want to hear the new one? <laughs> I do. Yes. So, do you know who Quentin Cook is? Yeah, he was he was in there. Oh, we had a song with him yeah, in nice it. Squirrely guy. Um, yeah. He he gave some conference some presentation to the youth a couple weeks ago, and okay. the the runaway quote for that one, the one to stick on your fridge was. <laughs> I, and I'm not going to get it verbatim, um, but it was okay. basically like, before you ask if the church is true, uh-huh. you need to ask, and this makes no fucking sense, am I true? What the fuck? So basically, if you're questioning whether this church is true, if this is real, yep. you should follow it. Maybe you yeah. should look at yourself and see what you're doing wrong, because if you're not obeying say, like, 100%, it's your fault. It's your problem. Right. Right. The reason you are the reason you're having these doubts is because you aren't being 100 percent true to all the teachings. It's like textbook gaslighting. It is. It 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 really is. It's just it's just maddening, you know. And I was I uh, have been out since I was 20 Uh out of the church. And um, I was telling Riley, like, I was I was very angry about all of this when I first left the church, obviously, because your whole world just comes crashing down. You have to go it's through every th- the grief process. It is. It really is the grief process. It is. I, I mean, it's it's monumental. Mm-hmm. It's denial, it is, anger. Like you have to do it all. Yeah. I mean, it, it's. I think it's the biggest change that has ever taken place in my life mm-hmm. is leaving the church. But you know, and I was very angry at the beginning. But the past, you know, four years, I haven't been like. I just. I don't even have to think about yeah. it because it's really not actually a part of my life anymore it's just like on the periphery yeah but i started reading or watching these things again and it has just like it's just rekindled yeah (laughs) rekindled all this anger and i don't know i I, it's it's not useful like i shouldn't still be angry about these things but it's weird that it's still it still affects me and i haven't i really haven't given it any thought in years there's a a thing um mormons like to say a lot which is like why can't ex-mormons why can't post-mormons just leave the church alone like why can't you just leave and just be done and like leave us to peace yeah and it's just it's like it's so laughable it's it like if you I don't know if you woke up <laughs> and re- and yeah. felt these things that like these people feel that I feel yeah. you would understand cuz this fucking it didn't ruin my life but it certainly no. decided a lot of my life for me. Right. It, it like like I said it's a it is a change mm-hmm. and it's it's so personal. Mm-hmm. Like it to you can't leave it alone because I think it's probably really rare for there just to be, like, one Mormon, you know, and not have a bunch of family attached right. to it. Absolutely. You know, or even, like, or even, like, um, ward members who are like family. Right. You right. know, like, it, it is such a personal religion because, you, like I said, mm-hmm. it, it, in, it, uh, it is in every aspect of your well, life. Well, and, like, certainly all of my formative years, I was yes. all in. Oh, yeah, definitely. About age, like, 11, I started having, like, issues that were more related to social struggles because it was so social and cultural to where I started alienating myself a little bit more and distancing myself from it a little bit more. But, like, like Kindred said, I still believed in it, and I still was like, well, this is, I mean, this is obviously true. 
Right. And of course that's comforting, you know, like, yeah. to be like well, I have all the answers. Isn't right, that so right. nice? You know, I remember having a conversation in sixth grade with my friend uh-huh. Jennifer, who was Kay. just as Mormon as I was and talking yeah. about how, isn't it amazing that we are two 11 year olds that have all these answers that so many adults wish they had. Oh my gosh. And that's really yeah. what you think. Yeah. And so like, just picture yeah. trying to get out of that. <laughs> it's yeah. really hard. Oh, it's really hard. Um, I remembered something I was going to say a long time ago that I forgot. In that the the real Mormons or whatever that documentary with the with the Mormon uh-huh. missionaries at the top of the show, she basically she's like running down the religion, kind of like you know pointing out what their core beliefs right. are. One of the ones that she points out is Mormons are taught from a very young age to believe that they are special mm. and different. Mm-hmm. And that is something that has seeped into every aspect of my life. Oh, yeah. I And it's fucked me up. <laughs> and it, and it, it 100%. When I, I've talked about my counselor, Mark, mm-hmm. when, when I, and I don't live in Arizona anymore, so I don't see him anymore. <laughs> but I mean, I, I brought that up constantly. I was like, how can I not be a disappointment to myself, you know, when I'm taught that I am special but I realize that I'm not doing anything special. And it, you have to separate, you have to say, separate all of your psyche from this, yeah. all of it. And you just have to relearn, relearn how to think. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been really fun. Like it's a process I've enjoyed. Like I love, oh, yeah. and Riley and I have talked about this, you know, we, it's really great getting to decide how you feel about something. Yeah. Which I didn't realize before I wasn't doing yeah. Oh, I me neither. And it's it's almost embarrassing for me to admit to say that until I was twenty, mm-hmm. <laughs> I never thought for myself. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. It's true. It colored every every thought, everything yeah. I decided was like. Even if I decided something differently, I knew that I was right. like in some people's eyes, being really wrong. You know, and that like yeah. disturbed me at some points. I honestly, yes. it's. I was going to say I can't believe, but I can believe. It's just interesting to me that, like, my relationship yeah. survived this, like, transformation. Because yeah. me and Josh, my current husband, hopefully yeah. future husband, <laughs> yes, um, we met at BYUI when mm-hmm. I was 18. <laughs> he right. was 18. Um, yep. He was pretty much out of the church at that point, but, like, trying one more time, right. more or less. Yeah. And I fucked up his whole life because he met me and I kept going there. <laughs> he, if, I, right. if he didn't meet me, he probably would have never come back. Um, yeah. But I, while still trying to be authentic to myself, was yeah. very much in it and trying very, 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 very hard to do yeah. the things you're supposed to do. Right. Read my scriptures every day. Pray. Yep. Go to church. All this shit. While, st- while still yep. believing what I believed, which were... A lot of things contrary, but you learn yes. to reconcile that because a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, I remember we broke up. Um, I think we'd been dating for two years and I broke up with him because I just mm-hmm. kept finding things out about his past that, like, bothered me because they were contrary right. to what Mormons are supposed to do. And right. I had always been a picture perfect Mormon other yes. than, like, swearing or, like, stupid stuff. Oh, yeah. No, our, our swearing was... Oh, yeah, really bad. Yeah. And so that, like, 
it was really hard for me to deal with that because I had been inundated with like, this is the type of person you want to be with. This is what you need. Like we were preparing to get ready to go to the temple. Yeah. Thank God we didn't. But like we were getting ready to like do that. And then I ended Mm -hmm. up breaking up with him because I just couldn't like handle anything anymore. And I was just like, had no idea what was going on. Anyway, we broke up and I like doubled down more than ever. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> and he, bless his fucking heart. He's the nicest dude. Cool. He just like tried yeah. to be what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a wonderful person. He um, is. And so like we were like reading scriptures together over the phone, and yeah. like stuff that it felt so deeply inauthentic to me. I'm getting hot. I need to take off my hoodie. Okay. It felt so deeply inauthentic to me, but like yeah. I thought I was doing what was right. And yes. it's kind of of the same vein as like. You're supposed to eat healthy, work out, yeah. read your, read your right. scriptures, pray. Right. I just bumped the mic. I'm sorry, Mike. That's okay. Um, but, like, I I tried harder than ever to just commit to all that shit because I was so lost and hurt and confused. And yeah. I was just like, this is where the answers are, so I'm just going to really try. Because like, I'd never yeah. really tried that hard. <laughs> yeah, so right. Like, okay, I'm going to really, like, give it up my all. And then... We ended up getting married mm-hmm. a couple years later in a courthouse, yep. not in the temple, to the chagrin of my mother and father. Right. Who were very sweet. N- not at any point oh, yeah. did they ever tell me what to do. Ever. Right. They were always very right. supportive. The conversation with my mom went, hey, Josh is going to drive here and we're going to elope. And then she was like, why <laughs> not go to the temple? And my answer was like, A, I don't understand what it is. Right. I don't want to commit to something that I don't understand. B, I don't think I'm worthy according to their standards. Right. Like, all these other things. C, I'm not, I don't want attention. (laughs) Never wanted a wedding. Don't want any of that shit. Also, just like, I just want to figure out my stuff. And and, uh, this is... I don't know. I don't know if this is good or bad, but we got married because I wanted to live with him because we were so tired of doing this back and forth. But BYUY, you can't live with the opposite sex unless you're married. Right. But you were, you were so in at that part Mm -hmm. point, you needed to finish your degree. I had had about a semester left. I think I I had a semester and a half. Um, Yeah. And I was like, if I don't graduate here, none of my credits will transfer. Right. Like I'm, I'm I'm just going to fucking do it. So anyway, we got married. Yeah. And the other part of that was we'd been dating for almost five years. Oh, yeah. It was a long time. We knew, like, we were going to be together. Yeah. Oh, my mic's freezing, of course. Great. Cool. Um, We knew we were going to end up together, which I know is a naive thing to say, but it's like, we just knew that. But it really, it had been five years at that point. (laughs) Like, that's a long time. Let's just fucking get married. Who gives a shit? Like, what is it? Yeah. If it doesn't work out, we'll get a divorce, you know? And that was basically attitude, which I know is, like, very frowned upon by religious conservative people right but that's still my attitude we've been together now for over three years and i'm kind of like it's great and if it's ever not we'll get a divorce like sorry sorry that's my attitude but i'm not gonna stay with someone i hate like we are gonna work hard to make it work and if it doesn't bye and that's what's gonna happen and i just don't and that gives me comfort because then we make it good yeah anyway rant 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 but like (laughs) even after we got married I was, I was, I was done with it and I knew I was done with it. Yeah. But like the unraveling process of yeah. like 
like I said, reprogramming, rewiring my brain to, like, figure out who I am. I mean, I assume it'll be happening for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. I would would be surprised if it wasn't happening for the rest of my life. Yeah, and so, and when I I officially left, like, shortly after we moved to Virginia, I, like, submitted my name and officially left, but, like... Yeah. And that, I remember telling my mom, and that was really scary, but I knew I had to tell her because, like, she was going to find out, and I wanted her to know. Yeah. And she was just, like, her reaction was, why? And, like, like, why why would you ever do that? And trying to explain to her that, like, I just don't believe in it. Yeah. Which really was my reason right then. I didn't have, my, my, my reasons were I really don't believe in it, and the things that I do believe are in con are are contrary to what they teach like i believe yes. in lgbt rights i believe that everyone should have yeah. the right to choose whatever they want i believe that transgender people fucking exist yes. <laughs> like i don't believe that gender is yeah. eternal etc right. etc et like yes all these things i was like i don't believe these things and i've been trying to make concessions for it for years and it's and it's just yeah. silly it's so silly it and is. then after being out for like two years I finally dug into like mm-hmm. all this other shit and then I was like oh yeah. I have no idea yep no idea yeah yep. oh man alive it's uh it's so it's a wild it ride it's a wild it's, ride and it just <laughs> it's a wild ride I don't know there's I don't know if we want to talk about it because yeah we've been talking for a while but like if you guys are interested at all in what's going on currently in the Mormon culture and faith and news yeah Look it up, because it's um, yeah. horrifying and really yeah. sad. Yep. It's really sad. And the amount that they are victim-blaming and protecting sexual predators is... Oof. It's unbelievable. And it's really, really sad. Yeah. And there's proof that they've been doing it now for dozens of years. Yep. And it's... Yeah. And I do mean proof. I mean yeah. documents leaked from attorneys. I don't mean like some person said it. I mean literal proof. <laughs> right. Right. It's really sad. Um yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that uh, note, uh, since it's been an hour, um any we don't need to we really don't need to give a thumb rating <laughs> to uh this uh this topic of discussion, but um do you have any closing thoughts? My closing thoughts I don't know. I'm. I don't want to like be on a soapbox or be preachy. Cause I'm really yeah. not that kind of person. But right. whatever you <laughs> believe, especially if you're part of some kind of organization, any kind of organization, yeah. club, right. whatever, literally yeah. anything. Yeah. Like, just take a minute. Yeah. Do some research. Talk to people who left. Just think about it. Yep. Because, like, for so many years, I didn't even think about it. And yeah. I spent the first, like, 22 years of my life, give or take, four inactive years. Right. Of, like, really being all in on this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to be where I am. I'm glad I am who I am. But, like, right. I sure wish that I could have made the steps I've been making in the past couple years at the normal times when I was, like, a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Or a young, younger adult. And right. I know that's nothing compared to, like, the 50-year-olds, 70-year-olds that are leaving now, but... Right. Before you give your life up to something, don't assume that the people around you are right. Yeah. 
that's it. Those are my closing thoughts. Yeah. I think that's really great. I, uh, my closing thoughts are twofold. Um, just really reiterate what Riley said. <laughs> don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to question something you believe in because I mean, just, just don't be afraid mm-hmm. to do it. What's, what's the harm? Learn to think critically in small steps. I mean, there's just no, there's no harm in just thinking about Seek something. truth and not just the truth that's been presented to you. Right. Really, yeah. Just self-examination and really understanding why you believe something is really mm-hmm. important. And two, um, I was so sickened (laughs) by the uh, FLDS principle taught to women called keep sweet, Mm -hmm. which is that, which is the patriarchy controlling the women, telling them that you cannot feel any emotion that is, that stirs up any sort of problem. You know, you can't feel jealousy. You can't do this. You have to wear conservative dress. You can't wear makeup. Anyway, after being so sickened, (laughs) By that principle, I am encouraging myself <laughs> and any anybody else out there to live the opposite of mm-hmm. that. Embrace your emotions and it, it, wear what you want to wear. Because if someone's trying to keep you down, that means that you are letting them tell you to feel less about yourself. To feel like you aren't worth anything. And you are. So wear what you want and wear makeup and look pretty for yourself um, if you want to. I fucking agree. There was someone that had a thing on their mantelpiece in the one of the documentaries that said, keep sweet and obey. Yep. Um, but I just want to want to read a quote. I'm going to try to find it. Okay. Um, this is from a Mormon lady. Ugh. Okay. And this has bothered me for a long time, and yep. I'm trying to find it. Okay. And it's going to take me a second. Okay. Well, while you find that, I'm going to just let the people know what they want to know. Uh, Doris Day is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> and um, while you're still trying to find it, I was talking to my dad, and he was like, Oh, I was on Facebook the other day, and I keep getting these links, and they keep saying, you'll never believe what Doris Day looks like today. <laughs> and he's like, and then he said, and I clicked them, and there's never anything about Doris Day. And I was like, Rob, you have to not click on clickbait. What are you <laughs> doing? No, I know. All right. So. I found the quote. Anyway. <laughs> this is from a okay. Mormon uh, lady. Probably okay. primary president. I don't fucking know. Young woman's president. Someone. Um, it's from October yeah. 2000 from a talk okay. called The Joy of Womanhood. Jesus. So if yep. you, uh, just another argument that the, the Mormons and the FLDS people are not so fucking different. Yep. They say keep sweet. Here's a quote mm-hmm. that has been celebrated, by the way, by Mormon women. Okay. Women of God can never be like women of the world. The world has enough women who are tough. We need women who are tender. There are enough women who are coarse. We need women who are kind. There are enough women who are rude. We need women who are refined. We have enough women of fame and fortune. We need more women of faith. We have enough greed. We need more goodness. We have enough vanity. We need more more virtue. We have enough popularity. 
we need more purity. Just, just let and that sink in. just let that one sink in, and then do the opposite. Be who the who are the fuck you want? Whoever you are, just just it's a, the Amelia Fart principle. Yeah. Just and do you know, it. Be, oh, that's the Nike principle. Be <laughs> tough. Yeah, because if you're not, people are gonna take advantage of you. And I'm it's not true. And yeah, don't, I'm not trying to be like be an asshole. I'm just saying, don't no. be nice to like make things go better. Don't let anybody tell you you're worthless in whatever that comes in so many forms. Do not let somebody yeah. let you think yeah. that you are worthless. Nobody or nothing can take away your worth. No. So be the badass woman that you are and do what you want to do in this world. And say fuck them. Say fuck them. Say fuck them. And em our all. famous closing catchphrase <laughs> fuck them all. Fuck them all. All right. Love you, <laughs> Bye. listeners. Bye.